0: Hello, and welcome to what we do in the moonlight, where it's not a phase to try and get your totally normal human son into private school. In this episode,
1: Colin Robinson is becoming a little shit, and private school seems like the best opportunity to tame him before he kills everyone with a sword. The gang tries to impress the headmaster to try to get him into their neighbor Sean's alma mater, but things don't go as planned when they realize they haven't thought through the details of Colin's candidacy for the school. Meanwhile. Nandor is in his botched era. Hello, my name is Caitlin, and this is definitely the first time we're recording this.
0: Yeah, we didn't have to do it twice, not at all. No. Hello, my name is Umberlin, and I don't know. Still don't know. I don't know. Someday we'll figure it
1: out. Yeah. By the, by the end of, by episode 10, you'll you you'll be like, hi, I'm Emberlyn, and I know. I
0: know, but I'm not telling you. <laughs> mm, and yeah. you shouldn't. Yeah. I'm gatekeeping that secret. <laughs> All right. So, Caitlin. Um, yeah. What were your immediate reactions to this episode?
1: Well, immediately... Uh, The second that Nadia said the child that crawled out of the anatomy of our dead friend Colin Robinson, (laughs) um, I was in it because every time they repeat some sort of variation of that line to emphasize the fact that this is not Colin Robinson, this is a creature that crawled out of him, uh, it makes me laugh every time, especially with how long it is. Uh, It's already funny enough to me that they always say his full name, Colin Robinson, so to add like an entire sentence to it just makes me laugh very hard. and then when uh, Nadia, Laszlo, and Nandor were doing, like, their um, talking bit to the camera uh, and everyone, like, Nandor and Nadia were, like, complaining about Colin and how he never sleeps and how he's, like... A ruckus, and Nadia thinks that he's actually part demon, and <laughs> they're just complaining about him. And Laszlo's just like, I just think he's neat. Yeah. <laughs> and just totally like backing him up. Uh, that's when I knew
0: immediately that this episode was going to be chaotic, and I was not disappointed. I know, it was so funny. And it actually makes you wonder because it seems like maybe this Colin Robinson is a little different so far than. Um our previously known Colin Robinson our our emotional vampire adult Colin Robinson so it makes you wonder what direction they're going in because it kind of keeps coming up over and over again. Yeah. I'm super curious to know where this is going to go. Because there's
1: there's qualities about him that they mention in this episode um, that I'll get onto later but also that they've hinted in the past ones where it sounds like like no that's boring and that's something that the old Colin Robinson would do but also Mm -hmm. he's He's still very interesting enough. So I'm I'm just wondering
0: I, I I'm intrigued. I am to too. I am too. Um so for me, I think I was in it just with the very suggestion that Nando's plastic surgery is just going to gradually get worse and worse over the course of the episode. <laughs> like that was such a funny bit. Like he started with just the under eye circles, which I didn't honestly notice at first until really? like I knew that he like there was definitely something different about him. But I wasn't sure what it was. Like, I couldn't place my finger on it until um, the gin mentions that, um, oh, like, your under eyes, you know? Like, how you how, <laughs> how are you looking? Your last wish. And I think that's kind of when it started to dawn on me. Well, not started, but that's when I realized what was going on. And the fact that it just gradually gets worse and worse to the point where he just can't even see is just such a funny bit. Like... So good. It's so good. <laughs> oh, my God.
1: I just loved... It it was really subtle in the beginning of just like there's something going on with the eyebrows. <laughs> it's
0: yeah, yeah. Like there's something going wrong here. His eyebrows are not moving. He doesn't have <laughs> I mean, under eye circles anymore. I watched it again this morning, and I think his
1: eyebrows just slowly crawl like closer and closer to face. the top of his
0: head. up to his hairline. Yeah, it's so funny because like <laughs> like why why so good why I love it. I adore it. Um, <laughs> did you have like a favorite part from episode five?
1: Immediately, the the way that Laszlo says camera, um, mm. he pronounces it camera.
0: Camera, yes.
1: <laughs> so funny. Um, just really emphasize the way that um, Matt Barry will take a word and just throw it through a blender. Yeah. And it's good every single time. And he just continues to be the most character ever. I love him. I love um, him. Uh, Obviously, the split-second Nandermo scene that everyone will be feeding off of until the next episode when something else happens, (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, can't not mention that. Um, But then, mainly, I love human neighbor Sean, he's Uh, very special to me. Yes. Uh, I love how he's brought in and he just goes along with everything, to the point where in one scenario of Colin's family that they create, uh, he was married to Nadia. Um, and then in another, he was married to both Nadia and Laszlo <laughs> and he just goes along with it and everything. And the only thing he questions really is, um, why Nadia is with Nandor at one point. And, yeah. um, oh, well then I was going to say, then he questions why Nandor wants to be called El Dolpho or something, but he, then he just, then he just goes,
0: yeah, okay. <laughs> he just keeps yeah. going. He's like, you're not Nandor, And he goes, yeah, you're right. I'm Adalto or something. And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Right. <laughs> oh, and then he um,
1: little Nadja, uh, uh, oh. the the ghost of Nadja, that's uh, the doll that's possessed
0: by Nadja's ghost um, mm-hmm. is brought in. And he goes, what the fuck is that?
1: <laughs> like, yeah. Is that a fucking talking
0: doll? <laughs> I'm obsessed with him. He plays such a strong role in this episode and always.
1: He does. I love that he was um, a part of their family in this yes. episode.
0: Yeah. Uh, he what he was really your... is. Um, no, he is. What yeah, was favorite part? Uh, for me it was definitely Laszlo's bucket hat, Y2K, um, Guy Fieri moment. Um, iconic, so good. Um, we're already planning our Halloween costumes because yeah. it, like they just all looked iconic in that scene. You, me, and Vishwas, baby, <laughs> it's gonna be so yeah, good. <laughs> it's gonna be really good. Can't wait to. You'll see the pics on our 100%. socials. <laughs> um, and. I'd say um, the snap scene, which is obviously like the whole like uh, third act and second act of the ho- the episode mostly, it's just yeah. comedy genius because um, they're just able to rotate out different scenarios for the headmaster and have him forget every single one and at one point bring in fucking Sal Volcano <laughs> <laughs> and then kill him off almost immediately. It was so phenomenal. I think it's just oh my god, one of the best episodes of television I've ever seen. It just, it works so Truly. well. Yes. I love that he was there for a minute.
1: Yes. Not even,
0: and then yeah. immediately killed him. They like most people when they get a guest car, they like to they like to, a guest car they like to utilize them super heavily. But in this case they're like, now we're gonna bring him in and then we're gonna bring him out the way he came. I can bring you into this world and take you out just as fast.
1: It was yeah, it was literally just enough time for you, the viewer to process that's Sal from Impractical Jokers. And now he's canonically dead in the what we do in the Shadows universe.
0: It's so good. It's so good.
1: <laughs> oh my god, iconic. So what was your favorite quote from this episode?
0: I think we both had multitudes. Um because this, this line just has so many banger lines, like probably the most banger lines in any episode. Which um, is crazy yeah. because every
1: episode I feel like we have multiple and there's always so many good. But this one it, it just
0: it's the gift that keeps on giving. It is, it's the gift that keeps on giving. Um there's just so many lines that I I think are gonna live on forever. For example, um when Lazo says, Gay is in, gay is hot, I want some gay, gay, it's gonna be. Um yes. I love that line. I expect a TikTok sound if there wasn't one if there is not one already. Um it's so funny. It, it's it so was, funny. It was like the
1: second he said it, I was like, This is the most iconic line I've ever heard in my life. This is gonna live
0: forever in everyone's minds. <laughs> um second uh, in the beginning of the episode when little tiny Colin Robinson is like tootling about and like Fucking around with all of Nandor's shit in his bedroom, and when he leaves, and Nandor opens up his coffin and goes, "Fucking little guy," Um, (laughs) like so funny. Um, I love when he says, "Fucking guy." I wish I I I should like put two bats over it on our bingo board. You should. Um, Go ahead.
1: Uh, I was just gonna say I love I love it when he says, "Fucking guy," but I love like the variations of it. Uh Like like last episode we had, "That's my fucking guy." and this one like you said that's my um f- our fucking little guy. And then my other favorite is I think it's the first season Ugh. when the guide is there and he goes
0: fucking guide. Oh, <laughs> I was, forgot about that. Yeah. Was, that one's really good to me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it just keeps it it's a gift to, it's the gift of a, of a catchphrase that just keeps on giving. Yeah. We're getting um, a lot of gifts this week. a lot of gifts. Yeah. Um And then, of course, we mentioned it earlier. uh, Gizmo, would you shut the fuck up? We're doing a piece of the camera. Camera (laughs) camera is the. I'm gonna start saying that word exclusively. One hundred percent. It's so funny. Um, Again, yeah, I agree. Like everything that everything that Matthew Barry says, it just goes down like butter. Like he just knows how to take something and make it hilarious, and somehow sound like a transatlantic like old timey gentleman um with a british accent who's also a vampire who's also a porn star like he knows exactly what that guy would sound like and this is him yeah
1: you could give him like the most dull topic yeah of conversation and he will make it the most interesting thing you've ever heard in your entire life
0: yes um <laughs> i adore him um Same. so and then another one is when uh Nandor and uh, Naja decide to take the couch as husband and wife. In, in one of the first scenes in the in the snap scene, when um, they're both talking, and she starts talking about how she carried Colin to term, and Nandor <laughs> goes, "Yes, and I am Matthew. Um, <laughs> and I am Matthew. He had to be Matthew. He couldn't just be Nandor. He had to be Matthew.
1: Like, I love it." He has this whole backstory for him. He's uh Matthew the Groundskeeper is my new favorite what
0: we do in the Shadows character. Yeah, mine too. And my favorite part <laughs> is right after he says he's Matthew, Sean's face is like, huh?
1: Like, yes! why are you
0: Matthew? Like, hello. Um <laughs> why? Yeah. And then another one is when uh Meandora and the same scene, Naja and Nandora can't figure out how old <laughs> Tom Robinson is, and uh Guillermo steps in and says, he's nine, and she goes, Nine! He's nine! It just kills me because I love operatically singing everything that (laughs) I say. So when she did that, I was like, girl, you carry, you carry this show on your back. She's so chaotic. I adore her. Everything, um, of course. I I did not realize how many of these I had. I'm just like realizing that now. But
1: it's okay. I have a multiple. I well. know so you. Have,
0: we have a long list. We have to like make. We have to like make like a Watch Mojo top ten lines from that one episode. <laughs> um, so it was when uh, if I, Laszlo and Nandor ended up on the couch, and Guillermo was, I think, saying something about it, and you hear, and it's kind of hard to catch, but you hear Nandor go jealous, like. They know yes. what they're doing. They know, they know
1: what they're, what they're doing. doing. I swear, this season is just Nandor trying to make Guillermo jealous and completely mm-hmm. failing because Guillermo's just over it. Yes, yeah. my clown's shoes are still squeaking, but I'm yeah. here, I'm telling
0: you, long yeah. run. I'm te- mm-hmm. Yeah, i I I think that you're actually wearing like really good stilettos. I think that you're onto something. Thank you. <laughs> um, when uh, Lazo says, "Are you off your tits, boy?" Ah, uh, <laughs> love that line. And then, gonna, that's another one that's like entered my vernacular immediately. Me too, <laughs> immediately, the moment literally I got home. I was, I can't remember where I was yesterday, but I was like, I think I was talking about myself. I was like, doing something <laughs> for work, and I was like, Am I off my tits? And I was like, Yes. <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, and then, of course, um, when everybody's switching places during the snap scene, and somehow the headmaster ends up next to Lassa on the couch with Naja interviewing them instead yeah. of the headmaster, yeah. and the headmaster goes, Wait, who's Colin? And uh, Les <laughs> holding his hand and goes, Colin is our son, my darling. I laugh so hard at that. Just the fact that, like, just when they cut to a new scene and it's
1: Nadia interviewing them, I was like, this is so good. <laughs> like, it was.
0: This forehead master's so confused. It's slippity slaps. Um, it's slippity slaps. Do, do you have, like, a, at least one favorite line? <laughs> no, actually,
1: I have no lines. Um, yeah. Uh, first one when Nandor first comes out and we see his face is looking a little a little different. Um, Laszlo asks, "Have you been watching Star Trek?" Yes, emphasis um, on
0: Star Trek.
1: Yes, just the way the way that he emphasized the wrong words in the wrong order. So good. Um, again, Matthew Barry, icon. Um. Lazlo really just really carried this episode for me because another the, my second one is Nandor. Why don't you rub your genie? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Everything he says. Um, uh, you mentioned, and I am Matthew iconic. Uh, another. Uh, this is like a little back and forth between Guillermo and Nandor when um, it was. It's just after we find out that um, we see uh, Nadia, Nandor, and. Laszlo in their uh, human attire, according to them, and um, Guillermo tells them, that's not going to work, please change into your least vampire vampire attire. And Nandor goes, that is this, and then Guillermo says, that is this, this is that. <laughs> So stupid. Like, like they're just saying the same words over and over again. I don't know if that was scripted or I, I just feel like that was just them like going back and forth like, yeah, this? Is, this is that. Yeah. <laughs> um that that really wiggled my wagon. Mm-hmm. Um Nadja singing, Icon, um when Laszlo or Nagia introduces Laszlo in one of the scenarios as their groundskeeper, to which he immediately replies, "And I'm the groundskeeper, by the way." Ha! <laughs> the ha at
0: the end gets me. <laughs> yeah, it's just
1: it's it's just a little flair that he likes to add to it. Ha! Um, in addition to the "I want some gay" line, it's the "We're very gay for each other."
0: Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I like that we find out that Colin's favorite number is thirty-one. Yep. Um, they called (laughs) impractical jokers incomprehensible jesters
0: incomprehensible (laughs)
1: jesters when Lazlo goes, Shawnee. Yep. and (laughs) Sean goes, yo Laz like they're just, they're best friends they're besties, (laughs) they have friendship research for sure, for sure, yeah they do, they do Nadja's impersonation of um, a human is watch this, I love pizza so much yeah. And then Guillermo sincerely goes, "That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty
0: good. Yeah."
1: yeah. And then uh, finally, uh, the last scenario we see is uh, Laszlo and Guillermo paired up together, and Laszlo walks away, and he goes, "I'm not doing this." And you hear Guillermo go, "Baby,
0: <laughs> baby, yeah." It's the delivery. So committed. The delivery. It's
1: the delivery. Giving.
0: The it's delivery. Giving. Yeah. Also,
1: um. I, I need to, like, say this before I forget, because I just noticed it today. Um, in two of the scenarios, Nadia is paired up with one of, a, like, a bear statue. Yeah. I didn't catch that the first time. And then also, like, the very last one is, the, is two bear statues acting as a parrot, with all of them behind, and they're all, like, all peeking them behind them. it. Like, is it working? They're so fucking stupid.
0: I love them so much. <laughs> My dumb little tomfoolery boys.
1: Oh. They
0: um, have a more
1: iconic family.
0: Truly. Um, <laughs> it's funny. I think we'll talk about this more later, but it's funny because I think each individual person is really, like, carrying their weight in this show. Like, yeah. there's such it's such a strong ensemble cast. Like, you really don't have to try. Like, there's no one person that's, like, kind of, like... The outsider, the outlier, and the group yeah. that you're kind of like. Ah, oh, it's their scene now. You know, you don't yeah. feel like that at all. It's that's what makes it such a good comedy. Like oh, strong cast. I'm
1: definitely going have have more things to say about that later. But it's they're so good.
0: What song would you be playing while you and your polyamorous vampire families switch places to figure out the best combination of untraditional family members to appease the headmaster?
1: Um, I would put on one of Laszlo and Nadia's CDs of their original songs to show that Colin comes from a very artistic and creative family. Yeah. I just feel like that could have helped them a little bit.
0: That is very (laughs) smart. That is very tactical thinking, my friend. Thank you.
1: Um, I would uh, first play Transformation, which has the iconic lyrics,
0: bat, 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 bat. Bat, I. One of these days, it's gonna work for me. One of these days, Fal- it's gonna happen. <laughs> One of these days, uh, followed up by Kokomo, that. of course, because
1: oh, oh my they god,
0: cannot- they wrote Kokomo. <laughs> begging somebody put these up, please. The creators need to put them on Spotify, please. I'm begging, I'm begging, I'm right? begging. Um, yeah. what song would you play? I said Bird is the word. Um, because <laughs> I cannot believe that he brought that shit back. Like every single, every <laughs> single adolescent teenage boy, um. Loved that song. I don't know if it was because of like it was used in Family Guy, it was used in memes, but it just became a thing again in like the mid 2000s. Yeah, and now it's back to um, evoke fear. When I
1: when I heard that, it triggered my fight or flight response.
0: Yeah, she actually (laughs) flew away. She went bat and she flew away. I did. That's that's why we had to re-record it because I just I left for a while. (laughs) Wee wee. So, Caitlin, is there a character that you would bring in in Practical Jokers, Sal Volcano? To impress,
1: um, I
0: would bring in human neighbor. I don't mess with homophobes,
1: Sean, uh, because he continues to be the greatest neighbor and ally of all time. He just, oh, he really yes. does it for me. He's he's one of those recurring characters that like you don't necessarily think of often, but when he shows up, you're just so happy. At you're least like, that's fuck how yeah. I feel. I'm like, Sean. Sean's here. I'm so right. happy. Um, I didn't realize how much I missed him until he walked in, uh, holding Colin by, like, the shirt <laughs> when he yep. walked in. Uh, I, I was like, oh, he's here, he's here for this And I, like I said earlier, I loved how he just went along with everything that uh-huh. they were doing, um, so much so that he was a part of it and a part of the narrative of trying to get Colin
0: into school. Obsessed with Sean.
1: Yeah, also, um... I noticed today, also because of, uh, (laughs) I saw on Tumblr, someone pointed out that earlier in the episode Nandor came up with a really good idea to put Colin Robinson into a performative art school, which makes so much sense for him, but they completely ignored it because they were too focused on whatever the fuck was going on with his face. Yes, yeah. and then yeah. Sean walks in, and it's just like this is where I went to school. And Lazlo's like, yes, immediately, yes. Wherever yes. Sean goes,
0: he goes. <laughs> so. Yes, he said the two pe- the two men in my life that matter, baby Colin Robinson and Sean.
1: Exactly. So they will I love be united. I love his impact on Lazlo's life and decisions. I
0: also love that Sean like the example that Laszlo used of why we should they should send Colin Robinson to Sean's school is that Sean was tucking his shirt in as (laughs) he was just standing there like he tucks his shirt in like (laughs) I've never been so cocksure of anything in my life (laughs) I've never been so cocksure of anything in my life
1: yes (laughs) oh man who would uh who would you bring in
0: um I said Sean as well he is an ally for the cause and I love him (laughs) um I love the role that he plays in this show. This is something that I love about this show that I was thinking about yesterday is like this show doesn't change up its, um, I guess, its equation for good TV too yeah. much at all over the past four seasons in the sense that like it's still kind of the same concept. Like the 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 the, the, the vampires are all doing some bullshittery and <laughs> um, Guillermo's like caught up in it. And then you have, like, side characters. And there's just something I love about Sean and the guide explicitly because, like, they don't play a role to the extent that they're, like, not main cast, but they're still there and they still have a part to play that's really meaningful. Because something I think about is, like, well, what they could have done is they could have, like, changed it up so either Sean or the guide became, like, a more, like 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 one of the main roles which you see the guide kind of becoming more prominent but it's definitely not to the extent that she's like in every episode and she has like you know the extent of of plot lines that say Guillermo does that said I think that's really interesting because and it's really meaningful because there are some shows that like okay you bring in a one-off character you're like yeah yeah this character is here and then you're like oh people like this character I'm gonna make them part of the main show yeah and and then it, it gets to the point where like you no longer like that
1: character anymore because the novelty wears off.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's kind of a weakness that I think a lot yeah. of shows adapt. Like, I don't. I someone might be able to correct me on this. I think this is what they did with Chris Traeger. I'm pretty positive in Parks and Rec that Chris Traeger was supposed to be a one off character. Um, I yeah, don't I don't know think they sure. were
1: supposed to. I don't think he and uh, Ben Wyatt were supposed to make it past season two. I think.
0: Yeah, and I am okay with that. I'm okay with that, but also, like, <clears throat> when I think about shows where it's like. I loved watching what Leslie and Ben were doing. I loved watching what April was up to. But then when we got to, like, Chris, like Chris's scenes, I still loved them. But they also felt like after a while, it got kind of like, oh, yeah, like, he's a health nut, like, blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. So I kind of just really like that they keep everybody in their place. I know that sounds weird, but I just love the role that Sean plays in the show. I love that yeah. he's just kind of there. He's the neighbor. He's not there all the time, but he's there for, like, a couple episodes, and he usually has some batshit stuff to do. So, yeah, I love Sean. So he's good. an ally. He doesn't fuck with homophobes. I respect him with everything I have. Um, was there anyone else that really took your breath away this episode?
1: I mean, Nadia,
0: just because
1: she really just the way she like kind of became like she's almost like uh, like a drama instructor, like sometimes when she's in the background, just like kind of orchestrating each little scene that she created yes. and just. The way that she was able to like keep it going. Um, and I saw another post that was just like halfway through all the scenarios that they create. Guillermo suggests, Why don't you just brainwash the headmaster to let him, to let Colin into school? And not is basically just like, Nah, we're in too deep because she commits to the bit. She's yes. like, We gotta keep going. <laughs> like, what is gonna work? And I just respect that so much. Um, and she's just a, she's a delight i don't know yes. like every episode there's like a new thing about Nadia that oh i love cuz she could have she could have easily been and like like we're not really seeing this often in um like tv shows anymore at least the shows that i watch mm-hmm. she could have easily been like the woman character that like has to keep the guys in line and like yeah has to be just a little bit different or whatever it's kind of like what they almost started to do with Caitlyn Olson's character and it's always funny yeah. with D and how she was going to be like the like
0: the, the B one word. Like,
1: yeah. But like and then she then I think uh Caitlyn Olson herself was just like, "No, she just write whatever you would write for a guy character and give it exactly. to me." And that's what they did and they made her so But she's so funny, Uh, and she did that herself, you
0: know. Yes.
1: Uh, So I feel like, like it could have easily gone that way too with Nadia. But she's, oh, she's so good. (laughs) She's so good. Oh, she's so funny. She has. I love. I love her. Her storyline with the nightclub. I love just her dynamic with everyone in the cast. I. I don't know. I just, if I loved her less. You <laughs> might talk, talk about, about it more.
0: It more. <laughs> Speaking of which, you should watch our Pride of Prejudice series, which is yeah. airing right now. It's Take Jane Osanagas. Jane Osanagas, Queens. Yeah. <laughs> no, I agree. Like there's something. Well, first to your first point about, you know, we're in too deep. We got to continue with this. There's something so special to me about the whole plot line of this show being that these are vampires. They have magical powers beyond our understanding they are essentially like sentient, and yet they don't really utilize those powers at all. Like they yeah. do sometimes when they need them, but for the most part, they're just like getting themselves into like bad situations and actually fucking uh-huh. it up more when they use their magic. <laughs> yeah, like, there's I know. something about that that I adore because there wouldn't be anything there if you could just like you say oh he you know like the, i think one of the marvels and also uh maybe a, not a strong suit of twilight is like yeah they can just run anywhere like she's like get on my back!" he's like hold on tight like my <laughs> little squirrel and like taste her through the damn woods oh, spider monkey and she's at school and like there's nothing like there's nothing particularly like off-putting about his power and that doesn't need to be since it's a drama and a romance and the most camp and wonderful thing I've ever seen mm-hmm. but like in a comedy that obviously wouldn't work as well like if they were just really good at what they did Um and they're not and that's what makes them fantastic like yeah. Um,
1: I yeah I love that like they don't use their powers often to the point where when Nadia starts to like hypnotize them I'm like oh yeah they can do that <laughs>
0: Yeah, and there's also something hilarious about that. That like, if they do use their powers, like they could actually cause horrible things to happen. Like, for example, the headmaster ending up suffering like a horrific stroke from. Yeah, he dies at the end. And the interesting thing about that is like, he. Died, but Sean very clearly did not.
1: I was gonna bring that up. Like they're like, oh, humans can only like go through usually about like seven hypnosises or something, and like they went. The headmaster had like four hundred and twenty-eight or something, and I'm like, but Sean had almost
0: just as much. Sean is <laughs> fully a different kind of. of- of person like sean hits different man sean hits different (laughs) like i just i love i love unassuming men that like they seem like they might be problematic but then they say something fully based and you're like yeah (laughs) like like sometimes you ever go you're scrolling through tiktok and you see somebody who like you look it looks like you might have gone to high school with them like they just got those vibes like I'm going to say something racist and then <laughs> yeah. they say like something like I don't know like we need to make higher wages for workers and eat the rich and you're like oh that person is based. <laughs> and for some <laughs> okay. reason that makes it better. Like for some reason <laughs> there's something about that type of character that really eats because you never expect them to be so damn based like woof <sighs> woof bark bark. Um but when
1: when Laszlo said, he's my best friend, he's my pal, my sweet cheese, my rotten soldier, my, my good time, time boy. My good time boy.
0: Yeah. <laughs> he was right. <laughs> he was correct. Um, And then to your second point about Naja, the woman, I'm literally going to have to have a pay- a painting commissioned of her to go on my wall just so I can remember why I love her. But she is just exquisite. Yep. Like, as an actress, Natasha Demetrio remains one of the most incredibly versatile women in this series and just in general, I think in like comedy comedic television, sure. um, right up there with I think D, because um, she just has a range both figuratively and literally, <laughs> but also because they yeah, you're right, they could have taken her and made her like the B word character of the show. And by that I mean like the quote unquote like nagging wife. And instead they took her and they gave her this like Amazing journey to go on like both the career and personal journey and they tied in little nausea the ghost that wants to see her fulfill her true purpose and be fulfilled in life and they they bring in they have she has this incredibly supportive spouse who just wants who's just wants to protect her but also lets her fly yeah. and she is phenomenal and she's everything to me and she's the most important person in my life and she is the moment <laughs> and I love her like I, I wish I could write an essay about how much I adore her as, like, a character. In fact, I think I will write an essay what about it. going to say, you? Really great idea. Really good point. Um, because there's just something so special about her character. Because she doesn't have to display herself as, like, ooh, I'm independent, blah, blah, blah. Like, she doesn't say it. She shows it. Right. Like, she is a girl boss, <laughs> in not unironically, um, without having to, like, say it out loud. And I adore that. Yeah. Me too. She's everything. She's everything.
1: Do you have a character that you think is off their
0: tits? Um. So, like, yes and no. I didn't have one in this episode, in like a in the sense that I was like, oh, this character is really either sucks or is getting on my nerves or is just like, yeah. But actually, I kind of did in the sense that I have a character that's worrying me because I am stressy stressed for Guillermo, (laughs) um, for laundering money from the club. Like, I know Naja's doing it too, but I feel like because of the self respect or the lack of respect that gizmo or that <laughs> Naja and i, I immediately like start <laughs> the talking way like you them. immediately like disrespected him <laughs> yeah the way that Naja and Lazo disrespect guillermo i feel like it's gonna come back to bite him in the ass on this front yeah. and i knew this was gonna be a thing but i'm scared mommy like yeah. what's gonna happen like i just hope that doesn't i hope that but also there's and i i know i've ever used this word already so don't come for me gen z but like him provide using that money to provide for his mom is fucking based like <laughs> it's just so good like thank you
1: honestly she kind of deserves it because i th- i think a really good moment is that uh a couple seasons ago we saw that she only had a mini fridge and in this episode we see that she's getting like a full size actual fridge and a new mm-hmm. house and everything and i'm just like it's what she deserves but yeah i'm mm-hmm. a little i'm a little little worried for Guillermo. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, Fingies crossed. he's
1: crossed. Um, for me, uh, I have to agree that I don't have anyone in a negative way because mm-hmm. there was not a single character that made me feel blah in this. Yeah. Um. Yeah. For any reason. Uh. But in general, I do think that all of them are off their tits, and that is why I love the show.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's it's a phenomenal. It's just it. I think that's the great thing is everybody is off their tits respectfully affectionately yeah but also like there's never a time when i'm like oh this character sucks and i don't think they'll ever be as case and i think that's something to to key in on now because this is usually why we have this question on here in our book series is like sometimes there's a character that's just really not well written yeah and it's good to talk about that person but i don't think that's really going to be the case with this show ever and i I, maybe i say that with some bias but i do think like this will just generally always end up in this particular series being a fun question like oh who's who's really pushing it right now yeah but it's never going to be like which character was written like pp like It's not yeah. gonna be like that, which is so good. I
1: think um, un like in the reverse, like there's never a character that's off their tits too much, to where yeah. you're like, oh my god, you need to calm down. It's they yeah. they somehow consistently find this sweet spot for all of them to be chaotic in their own way, in all very different ways to their own character, mm-hmm. and it still be funny and not like oh my god we get it these guys are kooky and they're not like other girls <laughs> <laughs> you <know?
0: He's> quirky. <laughs> yeah you like know? that's something i can't say about a lot of other comedies like yeah. there were times when um i think for example like in some of the later new girl episodes yeah i was just like kind of tune out during some of the like some of the things that were going on so did you have a <laughs> uh, any
1: peaks and valleys i specifically have two peaks in one valley wow i know right
0: Phenomenal. That's, that's unusual. I know.
1: <laughs> we like to break the boundaries here on Lit by Moonlight. <laughs> yes,
0: by not following our normal episode
1: script. Uh, my first peek was that this is a bottle episode. Yes!
0: Nice. Um,
1: I love it when you take characters, put them in a room, lock the door, and force them into a situation. Um, they, I, I feel like this just really emphasized how strong of the cast what we do in the shadows has um, Mm -hmm. how they're all able to just play off of each other and it just there was not a single dull moment and like you can even argue that like okay yeah but it was fast paced with all like Mm -hmm. the different snaps and everything but like it also that could have gotten old so fast but with every snap it was like Who's going to who's going to be paired up now? Who's going to be what? Like mm-hmm. what's going to happen? And like like were you really expecting uh one of the scenarios to be the corpse of Sal Volcano from Impractical Jokers and a skunk? No. No. Fuck no. <laughs> no. No, it, it's just it's so good and it's just it's amazing how well casted this show is and just how complex and how very different each character is. Like yes Three of them are vampires, Mm -hmm. and one of them is their human familiar. Like, that could get old so fast, but it it just continues to... And I had a point that I wanted to bring up later on when we were talking about this earlier, but it's just... It truly just shows how well they can just be together. And, like, you put them in a room, and there's, like so much happens and you're just having a fun entertaining time and I love them that was not yes.
0: coherent but I no just... it was it was <laughs> just so good no it was I was I was I was hanging on you every word and I'm very serious about that like <laughs> it was like I, I agree with you like in terms of like bits the snap scene was excellent that was my second peak or my first peak it was funny it was fast it made sense um and like I think it's great that you follow up this episode from last week the night market which was a huge episode yeah um and with something smaller and yet still so substantial um almost to the point where it's like wow like where last episode their strength was fx um which was phenomenal oh my god um this week the strength is um definitely like their banter and the way they play off of each other as actors and I think that's what I love about this season so far is I think it has a little bit of everything that makes this show great. Yeah. Like I have noticed and something I do like about this, which I'll, you know, I'll reiterate when it comes to our bingo board is there <laughs> haven't been a lot of substantial guest stars and there didn't need, there didn't need to be. You don't need Because it, no. it carries itself. Like I even thought that during one of my favorite episodes from season one, um, it's episode seven, which is, um, they go when they meet the vampire council and you have, um Jemaine and Taika and Tilda Squinton and PB Herman and like um Wesley Snipes and all these amazing guest stars who come up show up for this episode and that's great and I love it but at the, the end of the day what's funny is you don't it does, they don't need to be there like this right. show like these characters they play so well off of themselves and each other that you don't need that right. and I love I think I completely agree with you because like um i'm i wish i'd come up with examples of good odd bottle episodes but i think this is okay um the one of it's always sunny when the gang gets trapped in uh it's like in a cruise ship somewhere <laughs> yeah. um very funny um also hard to do because there are other times when you put scenarios in 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 and ep- then you put people in an episode together and it doesn't really work but here it just worked so well um the writing was great it was so strong um, I felt fully engaged the whole time. It it wrapped up quickly. It wrapped up in a way that made sense. It was yeah. phenomenal. It's so good.
1: And I, I feel like um to the point with guest stars sometimes those can almost be distracting because yeah. for me sometimes it takes me out of the mm-hmm. show where I'm just like oh this is so and so but it still mm-hmm. they still make it work like they had Mark Hamill in an episode and yeah <laughs> and it 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 still works and but you don't need to rely on
0: who's going to be here this week, you know? Right. Um, so, it was, When you think about that episode in particular, it's great because that was a Jackie Daytona episode and the highlight of that episode when you think episode. about it was actually Matthew Barry and like, it was like Mark Hamill, he played like a minor role and he I forget that was even that episode. Yeah, in it that much, but it didn't really take away from everything which makes it such a great episode. Yeah. yeah. Um. What was your second peak? Uh,
1: my second peak was fucking
0: Nadja. <laughs> yes.
1: Um... She's just so good. I, you know, I've already talked about her so much already, but I, I just love that she really committed to every single scenario that she went on, like the drama director that she could potentially be in these moments. Yes. Um, uh, I love it when she she just takes charge. It's just like this is what we're doing. You're gonna sit here. This is who you're gonna be. This is what we're gonna do. And um, she just really put everything into it. And like uh, mm-hmm. I again, like when she, <laughs> when, when she goes nine, he's nine. <laughs> like, yeah,
0: it's,
1: it's just stupid shit like that. Like she, as someone who d- who does stupid shit like that all the time. Uh, it's just nice to see that, like, like yeah. I don't want to say like I feel seen, but like I yeah. do.
0: Like I'm just like, oh look, she's just like me for real, for real. Like, yeah, yeah. Like there's a I sense do that. From her. Yeah. yeah, I do that. Yeah. <laughs> there's a sense from her that you would be like, she'd be like in a, in your friend group. Like, yeah. she's someone you'd want to be friends with, and that's what makes her special. Like something I always loved about Leslie Nope in the Parks and Rec episodes was like she was kind of a weirdo like you go to her house and it's like oh it's a complete hoarding situation yeah and i related to that so much as somebody who grew up like that and also like because like yeah like life is messy and she was a mess and she was a weirdo and i just love girls who are weirdos on television also Same. like girls but- on television should be weird if they're not weird if they're perfect and they explicitly appeal to the male gaze um, then they're not my friends, but if they're little weirdos, they're my friends.
1: Yeah, and there's a difference between like she's weird and she's quirky. <laughs>
0: there is, there is. I agree, because like you know, um, as much as I love, for example, like Zoe Deschanel's character in New Girl, I think it's fair to say that like there are times when she's like, oh, you know, and you're like, ah, it's like I'll okay, Zoe. you get it. Would <laughs> you, you would totally, and I don't know if men ruin that for me because then men were like, she's so cute and quirky, you know? Yeah. Like I asked Vishwas a couple of, like months ago. Uh, He's going to yell at me for this. No, he's, <laughs> um, he's just going to be embarrassed. Sorry, Vishwas. I love you. Um, I asked Vishwas the other day like who his crush was. And he said, oh, growing up, it was Zoé Deschanel. And I just rolled my eyes because oh, I was like, of no. course. Of course it was. You love your quirky little lady. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's. I know he listens to this. So hi. Hi, Vishwas. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry to take you out like that on live television. <laughs> know that I love you and I adore you and I'm glad that you're with me and not Zoé Deschanel. Maybe I'm just jealous of her because she has cool bangs. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Did
1: you have a second peek? Did we do that?
0: <laughs> uh, sure didn't. Um, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. Um, I just that. I just like Guillermo yeah, is laundering money. Um he's you called He's my it. girl boss. He's my toxic king. I want him to have everything. I want his mom to have everything. Um, I love that his favorite color that he wears a lot seems to be like maroon. Um yeah, he I looks love his good. new car. I just love everything about him. I'm happy for him um i'm happy that naja's also laundering money i just hope (laughs) that they continue to do that um i'm i'm all for the rates unionizing i'm pro worker rights but they are also sentient um essentially cannibalistic uh ancient demon beings um so i don't know how much they need human currency but yeah i'm happy for them that that's where the money's going
1: retweet.
0: Uh did you have any valleys for this episode? Um
1: my only valley for this episode is I just miss Colin Robinson.
0: My man.
1: I I so am intrigued and I'm loving this whole baby Colin Robinson storyline and seeing yep. him grow up and seeing like like these origins of like is this how energy vampires start out? Like is it clean slate? Yeah. Is he going is this to this what it is? turn into the uh Colin Robinson we know and love. Is he completely uh-huh. different? We don't know.
0: But yeah, know.
1: we don't know yet. But I just I really miss him. I'm uh uh-huh. I miss when he would walk into the room, say some dumb shit and then leave. Like uh-huh. Uh-huh. I need that back in my life. So I'm really um now that we're moving into the second half of this season, which holy crap, I can't believe oh. we're already halfway through Chills. Um, Time is a construct. I'm wondering Chills. if we are going to get older Colin Robinson soon um yeah I'm I'm
0: excited who do you think he is uh you think he's the same do you think he's different now I see I I still think
1: he um I think he's the same person Mm -hmm. um although I think that he will have a little bit um, different a qualities, a little, a little bit of sparkle, spice. a little spice with him. Um, I I think that at the core, um, he will always be like like we all have like these qualities that like we have about ourselves, mm-hmm. um, and like th- no matter what happens in our lives, like we will always be that person. And I th- mm-hmm. I think that um, that is wh- who Colin is. Like I think yeah, um, he will always kind of have like these basic um interest like in this episode his favorite he has a favorite number it's 31 and his favorite color is brown like those are things mm-hmm. that maybe someone who you would consider boring would have so
0: i i feel That's like emotional vampire yeah or an energy vampire yeah. yeah
1: and i i think that um he's going to keep those qualities and like be that person but just this time with a little flair and like mm-hmm. even so honestly actually now that i think about it like I don't think he was ever boring, you know? No. <laughs> he, was, he was never boring. He just has these special interests and just talks about it to people who don't give a shit. And like mm-hmm.
0: as someone, and lives off of their energy, yeah.
1: As someone with special interests who sometimes, uh, growing up, talked to people who did not give a shit, I relate.
0: Mm-hmm. You know? Snaps. <laughs> like, snaps, yeah.
1: I, I, it's very interesting to me to see um what he's into now and will he take his love of musical theater with him?
0: will he yeah i don't or will i don't know i don't know i'm i'm excited my thing is i want to say he already did love musical theater because i'm pretty much convinced there was an episode where he went to see like a show in buffalo or something or like he wanted he wanted there's an
1: episode where he wanted to go to buffalo and then um when they went to the casino he loved that commercial roll the dice
0: (laughs) yep i think we're getting casual elements of him back and he'll be fully restored by the end of the season yeah but i agree that maybe there'll be some catch there because why not just like my question i think for writers the writers is like why do this um and i definitely think it's to give you a sense of like because there was a question at the beginning right of like where do emotional vampires come from right why doesn't colin really know or remember and now you get to see him live through that yeah and you get to see how he became who he is today and i do get the sense that it's going to be like it doesn't matter how much you try to stimulate this guy um maybe it's his special interests that made him this way all along yeah um which is nothing wrong with the way he is i no. agree that i don't think he's boring either but in the sense that like you know he's just a guy with special interests <laughs> like yeah he's just some guy and that's who he's gonna ultimately become again i think and i think like maybe that's the message is like yeah like he has all these special interests um but that's because he had loving people in his life that exposed him to his special interests
1: oh yeah
0: which kind of kind of is kind of hardy yeah might be a little too heavy for this episode but we'll see um <laughs> crying for this show hours. yeah i am though i might have to write a I message have about him too tears in my eyes <laughs> <laughs> High key, though. Like, I don't know. I feel like that that's where I'm going with this. Because I just think the sense that Laszlo treats him, because it could have been like, oh, the baby. But instead, it's like Laszlo treats him with, and, and Naja and everybody genuinely treats him with such love. And, yeah. like, seems to have his best interest at heart more so than ever before when he was an adult. Yeah. And I just get this sense that maybe that's what makes you, you know, the way you are. The, the alternative thing I keep thinking is, like, what if they've been, because remember when he said, he talked about his father a little bit, he talks about his mother as well and he clearly canonically has a grandmother but part of me is like wouldn't it be funny if they'd all just been through this before and they don't remember it like
1: his mother and father
0: were actually him laszlo and naja like a long long time ago that would be
1: so funny Mm Hmm. oh my god
0: (laughs) that would be really oh my god that's hilarious yeah um yeah so that's the direction i'm going in i like Um, that i like that going back to negative things, I think, (laughs) I think for me that my valley in this episode is that, um, this is maybe the last let's impress the headmaster and send the kids to private school episode of any show that I will ever be able to accept again. Like the thing is, I feel like I have this list, um, of like tropes that I just can't stand to see anymore since they've been done so much in television that whenever I see them now, I want to eat off my fingers. Um, (laughs) and, this is just another one of those scenarios however they made it their own such that it, it didn't really bother me like I still am fully feeling like this is the best episode of the season but that said um and you know you can take any old trope and just put vampires in it and make it a new um but with that in mind I think if I do see this trope again anywhere else yeah fingers gone yeah hands fingerless It's on so. site. <laughs>
1: all right so all of that being said it's time to see how we're doing with our what we do in the shadows bingo, wee, 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 wee. Wee, wee, wee. bingo. shout out um, again to buy hammerspace on twitter for making
0: this template thanks by hammerspace thank you all CP right be in hammerspace and bye <laughs> yes all of the above uh how we doing um so this week i said we have one um i originally said two we'll talk about that in a moment but um the gang tries to send colin robinson to private school um i think we we all knew this was coming just when the episode names released that's where we knew it was going you know um so that was a good one um and then um i i said a gay sex originally but i think i agree that maybe we should hold off until some gay sex actually happens instead of we just you know talk about it yeah I was hoping, I was hoping at the end of that episode that maybe, like, at the very end, the scene that I forgot to talk about, <laughs> but I love, when um, uh, Nandor essentially says, No sucking off tonight, like, to <laughs> Laszlo. Because um, Laszlo um, said he needs to stop
1: getting uh, plastic surgery when Nando's yeah. face is finally back to normal. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: And Laszlo responds is like, Oh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. Oh-ho. Oh, I love that. Um, I Cut was hoping off. that would end with, like, one of them running back to each other. But it didn't, so um, which is fine, um, though I know that's probably what happened anyway. But yeah. we didn't get to see it, so I can't count that.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I feel like that's fair that we wait until that actually happens.
0: Yes. Um, but otherwise, bingo board. Uh, there are a couple places we can get a bingo. We really need a Marvel movie guest I star, just, unfortunately. It, it could
1: be anyone who's ever been in a Marvel movie ever. It could be an extra. I looked at the Headmaster's IMDb. It was not him. I looked at Human Neighbor Sean's IMDb. Can't yeah. be him.
0: Yeah. It's Ugh. gotta be. It's gotta. Yeah. It could. Uh. It's for dude. Please. Please. And it, it could has, be. It
1: has to be like a. a like, um, in the sh- in what we do in the shadows, like, it has to be a character who is truly mm-hmm. a part of the episode. Yeah. Not just like.
0: It could literally be anyone at this point. It could literally be anyone. Yeah. Anybody. I'm begging. Please.
1: We're begging literally We Just want a bingo.
0: <laughs> I am fucking begging you. Um, so. Um, with that in mind, on a scale of one to five Mm -hmm. sports that baby Colin Robinson is enrolled in, how do you rate this episode?
1: I see. I'm going back and forth because originally I said four out of five, right?
0: Because
1: Mm I, I laughed a lot this episode, but I definitely laughed way harder during the night market episode. That episode is very special to me. It's so good. Yeah, It's so good. Um, but I am. Si- I, this is a really good episode. This is so hard. Yeah. Uh,
0: I. I think since that was your favorite episode, you should keep it as your favorite episode.
1: Yeah. I. Th- I. I will bump it up to four and a half out of five. Mm-hmm. Like. Like I said, I laughed a lot, but just not as hard as last week. Last mm-hmm. week, my tonsillitis came back. So and until this show takes away my voice completely. Yeah. <laughs> four and a half out of five. Until there's that. just
0: one person on this podcast. <laughs>
1: <laughs> until we have to revert to a video podcast, um, yeah, because yeah. I have to do sign language. I was going to say, until Caitlin has to do ASL,
0: <laughs> which thank goodness she can, Yeah, um, we'll, uh, we'll be in good place. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've heard that a lot online, so I would say, I, I think that both episodes are actually good two of the strongest episodes this show's ever had. Yeah. Um, and it's hard to choose because I think what makes them strong is different things. Like exactly, exactly. For that last episode, as I said before, and I'll say it again, the effects were just remarkable, the puppeteering. Like, th- they brought out the aspects of the lore of what we do in the shadows that make it special.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: This episode, I think, this was my favorite episode so far because of how much I laughed, but um, I, I I thought that the, the line, like, the line delivery was just truly... Amazing so in this episode. So good. Um, so I gave it a five out of five, and I've heard other people say that too, but I do think that both episodes are probably the two strongest that I've seen so far.
1: And I'm just so excited because if the, these last two episodes have been so, like, this good, like, we have five mm-hmm. more to go.
0: We have five more. Like, yeah. what's
1: going to happen? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I'm so excited. And I'm, I'm someone, too. I don't read episode titles. I mean, I, I do know that the next episode um is the wedding. I do know mm-hmm. that, but. I don't read episode titles, I don't watch trailers for episodes, so mm-hmm. I am completely have zero information, truly, about what's all going to happen, so I'm really excited.
0: Mm-hmm. And I know where things are going, and I'm having a great time.
1: Yeah, I, uh this show, man, so good. It's excellent. Excellent. Uh, Well, thank you for listening to what we do in the moonlight. Tune in next week when we find out if treachery is afoot for Nandor and Marwa's wedding.
0: Spoiler alert, it is.
1: Bum-bum-bum!